Democrats always want more. We're, we're the party that always say, you're not going far enough. We need more, and specifically more help to give Canadians a break in these difficult times. Yes, we could all use a break. No question about it. It's just, uh, is Jagmeet Singh the guy to deliver that? The NDP, of course, uh, hanging out in the hammer this weekend. It was their uh, policy and leadership convention. And he did get approval of his leadership, 81%, just down a little blip, but 81%. Who, who can't like those numbers, right? And who else is in the shadows? I've not seen anyone step up that could say, oh, there's a person we could look at other than Jagmeet Singh. So it's not like they have anyone else kind of waiting in the wings. But some of the things that came out of this is, you know, the party base being firm that, you know, to keep this coalition deal, which never should have happened, but uh, is in place, you know, to keep that support for the liberals going, that uh, they want a pharmacare plan that has to be delivered. You know, that's a $13 billion a year plan, which I don't know where we get the money, but it's a massive plan. And so, you know, the other takeaway, though, is polling that came over the weekend, where you look at, at polling that shows the liberals are literally in free fall. You know, if you held a vote today, they could be down 100 seats, all going to Pierre Polyevra. Now, of course, polls change a lot. We got a long time from, for this election. But what my one takeaway is Jagmeet Singh is not gaining those seats. He's not getting that support. And so instead of trying to do the same thing, can he pivot? Let me ask him, right? Principal over at Right Strategies. I haven't talked to you in ages. Good to have you on. It feels like far too long. Good to hear it's from you. It's so, so long. Well, you always say no. I'm like, what do you mean she said no? I doesn't want to come on my show. What is going on? Oh, <laughs> in the no, words of Melanie Jolie. There's nothing but love. <laughs> Were you in Hamilton this weekend? Speaking I was of my there. And how, do, how, how was the feeling in the room? Feeling in the room was actually really good. Jigmeet was wandering around and he was talking to folks and he was engaging with people, had a, had a lot of his swagger back, lots of caucus members that were there talking to people, understanding how they were feeling, finding, finding ways to really engage with people. And, you know, I hate virtual meetings more than anything. Mm. And uh, so being back in person, being able to talk with people, restore our humanity uh, in, in these conversations, because it's easy to hide behind a computer. But when you actually have to talk mm. to people, changes the tone, changes the dialogue. So it actually felt really good in there. And so what's the, um, I mean, look, he got an overwhelming vote of confidence, I'd say, for leadership. Was there any grumbling, though? Because way I, if I were an NDP, which I don't think anyone will mistaken me for, um, you know, the questions I'd be frustrated with is, like, we never get credit for the ideas that Trudeau steals from you, and it's not moving us up in, in, in the polls. Like, what, what gives? The, the thing to always remember, and first of all, he got an A and he's several years into his leadership and to still get an A on his report card is pretty, is pretty darn good to me. Um, look, new Democrats always want things faster, stronger, better, all of those things. So, you know, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good leadership review remark. I thought it was a really good leadership review remark and, and people should be uh, excited about what that means for the future. But what new Democrats also said this weekend was Here's here's our line in the sand. Yes, Canadians voted in back to back elections to send a minority government uh, to Parliament to figure out how to, hey, knuckleheads, make this work and be better for Canadians. And part of that for New Democrats is dental care and pharmacare. And if we do not have legislation passed by the end of the year, we're no longer going to participate in the confidence and supply agreement. That has always been our line in the sand. It was reaffirmed this weekend by New Democrats. Well, I thought the child care was a line in the sand. 
Childcare is so there was. I mean, I thought China would be the line in this. I thought a bunch of things would be a line in the sand, you know. Dental care, childcare, and pharmacare were always the top of those lists. And we've seen liberals for years, oh, we're supportive of this, put it in their platform, then don't do it. And then they don't even put it in their platform in some instances. We held them to account. This is what uh, this was, are the things that are part of our negotiations and goodness knows new Democrats were good at negotiating things. And uh, so those are our negotiating points. And if the liberals don't stick to it, well, then there's no longer a confidence and supply agreement. It's, it's as simple as that. So the ball's in I there. Wish it were. But mm-hmm. at the end, of, at the end of the day, if you don't go into a minority parliament, understanding what are the things you're negotiating that are the absolute things you must have, then what are, what do you do? And if you're just squawking from the sidelines or, you know, shaking your fist, well, that's not helpful to Canadians in their day-to-day lives either. Sometimes it feels good, though. I will, though, you give them an A for the leadership review. I'm going to give them an F. I'm going to give Fs to the provincial and the federal levels of the NDP because they have a big problem with anti-Semitism. It's not just once or twice. It's, you know... It's it's kind of all it happens enough that there's a problem. And, and Singh came out and condemned the initial um, slaughter, uh, you know, ten days ago, but been very tepid. And then you get Styles, who just could not make what should have been the easiest decision for her, uh, you know, with her candidate. And so, you know, these things have to be confronted. Is there any talk in that room about confronting this, or is it that they're so scared of the base of like pissing people off they just don't want to lose that support? No, and in fact, they they are confronting it. They are the the resolution that was passed uh, starts with condemning Hamas and their terrorist acts. There and there is no one who has been clearer about that than than certainly myself in every interview. Uh, but also the the room was very clear in condemning that and condemning the acts of anti-Semitism. That is that is the start and finish of of that conversation. Those who were Forgetting their humanity, as I like to say on this, uh, you know, did not find themselves willing conversations at uh, in that convention floor. It was very clear we we would like to see ceasefires, but when the starting place of Hamas is that they are a terrorist organization and the things that they have done in terms of going to that, uh, like I'm a concert goer. Listeners know that. Like it would be mm-hmm. like going to Coachella. And slaughtering people, a mass massacre, and then raping people on the bodies of their dead friends. I can't imagine the the trauma that goes that the the people, the survivors of this, will always feel. But Hamas is a terrorist organization, and New Democrats reconfirmed that uh, this weekend. Their 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 resolution is very. It seems hard for them. That's the frustration. It seems like for me, I'd like to see them all get up and outwardly condemn it. Like it's a big thing. It it, there's Uh, a real fear in the Jewish community. And then again, these are moral decisions. It's not about votes. And I just. You know, this is not going to go for a short time, right? This is going to be a long time. It's going to be very fatiguing and very ugly. I agree with you. And if those who are listening ever check out my social media, I also remind people not only to find that take a moment, reflect and find your humanity, but know when you're going to these rallies, what some of those chants actually means from the Mm. river to the sea. Mm. That is actually about the extermination of Jews. Not removing Mm -hmm. them or finding a peaceful solution. Hamas and these chants are about the extermination and elimination of Jews. That cannot stand. Does not stand. 
and she people need to understand what they're doing when they are going to these rallies. And and for elected officials across the country who are trying to play whataboutisms, it's important that they are very clear in their language and and what uh, what they are condemning. And Hamas is a terrorist organization recognized as a terrorist organization by this country. And that should be the start place of all of these discussions. Yeah, uh, but I do know that they've had to, like, their communications guys had to send a note saying, do not attend these things. Do not just free will with your social media, which I would say to everyone, do not free will with your social media on really contentious stuff. Never turns out right. Like, sleep on it, and if you feel that way in the morning maybe, but never in the moment. It doesn't work out. <laughs> that is a, it is a good lesson for everyone in corporate and personal life. Oof. And for those who say, well, retweets are an endorsement, or I can say what I want as freedom of speech, that's fine. But there are consequences to you being able to say whatever that it is that you feel. And I will go back to a phrase that I've said a lot in the, in the last few days. Terrorism is not resistance. It's abhorrent. And if mm. you can't wrap your heads around that, then we have bigger challenges. But fundamentally, terrorism is not resistance. Maybe you can get your blowhorn and get out there and teach them. All right, Kim, I got to go. Appreciate it. Thankfully, you gave me a blowhorn platform today, but. uh... (laughs) There you go. Well, I'll take you out and you can. I'll say, here, Kim's here. She's got a message for you. And maybe they'll listen. (laughs) Appreciate it. We'll talk again. Thanks for having me. All right. That is uh, Kim Wright joining us.